everyone, and welcome to the Blasian Wellness Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Coach Tamika, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Sex Coach Mary. Hey, Mayor. Hi. <laughs> Wouldn't be a day. Love my highs. My highs are the best. Like, hi. Yeah, her, uh, yeah, I'm not even. I could be like, hey. <laughs> I'm even gonna go there with her highs because we got a guest, a friend of ours, a friend to our show. Uh, I missed you. I missed you, Miss Anissa Hudak. Anissa, woohoo! Hi, Anissa. Hello. It is so <laughs> wonderful to be back with you, ladies. I have missed you guys. It's been a year. Uh, it's crazy yeah. how time has is just flying that it has been a year. And guys, hopefully you remember Anissa from our other podcast. But if you forgot, let me just give you a little bit about her. She is a yoga therapist and the founder of the Trauma Healing Yoga Therapy Program. And she guides others in the use of effective science-based yoga therapy and other... Um, excuse me, holistic techniques or healing symptoms relating to PTSD and trauma for people who want to control their PTSD so that their trauma does not control them. She is doing excellent, excellent work. And I am so proud to know her. Anissa, welcome back. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. I have missed you ladies. It's been a year. It has been a very long year. I mean, Mary got married. That's right. Yeah. Mary you got know? married. I mean, I'm still waiting for my invitation, but because we have the Pony Express here, you know, I know it'll be a couple more months before I see it. That, that's that's what it was in this, because I know I she know. nailed it. I know she I know. <laughs> I know. It's all good. It's all good. Um, as it was, I wouldn't have been able to probably attend anyway, because, you know, with the whole quarantine, lockdown kind of thing. Um, I didn't even have my mother here. So don't feel bad. My mother wasn't even. <laughs> it's all good. Like I said, it's coming in via Pony Express. Mm-hmm. I know. It's all right. I'm not even going to go there with her mother not being there because that's. I'm not, I'm, oh, why is she making me not be nice, Anissa? I'm trying to keep my nice comments to myself. <sighs> I hear you. I hear you. It's all good. It's all it, you would have loved it though if, if you would have got the invitation on time it, it, it was like it was fun it looked like it was a lot of fun it was i think i was it was it, it was there was a lot of laughing at, at one point the um what do you call the guy that's giving the i forgot what, what they call the official the, the guy doing this yeah him mm-hmm. uh we were laughing so much he's like did i say something funny i was like oh shit i'm getting in trouble <laughs> I was like, no. Uh, I was like, I just laughed because uh, I don't know. <laughs> I felt like I was in school getting reprimanded by the teacher. I was like telling my husband, I was just like, stop, behave. Because he was like scratching the, the middle of my, my palm. And I don't know if if that's like, you know what that means, right? When the guy does this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm like, uh, do you mind? Like, how old are we? <laughs> I was happy. I, I'm t- I was ha- I was the happiest person at her. I was happier than they were. <laughs> I will tell you. She anybody. ran to sign the paperwork. Oh my God. It was so crazy. Happy. I was like, I looked at my husband and I said, 
we're really going to get rid of him, you know, because she married my uncle. And then I go, oh, no, not get rid of him. We're just, we're just gaining her. Yeah. Not that we want to get rid of him. No, we're not. And as soon as he said, oh, can we have what it says? Here we go. Come on, honey. Let's go. Let's sign. And he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Come on. Where you want me to sign? Where? Where? Right there? Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, we can go, like, have a, have a snack. Have a drink. No, no I wasn't going to have anything until those papers were signed. So that way I knew you can't give them back. <laughs> uh-huh. No taxis on that. No taxis. No <laughs> No, no backseats. You got the man you wanted. You was chasing him forever. You got him. Oh, yeah. It's okay. fun. It was fun. We wish that, you know, your invitation when I got there in time. So, well, you know, like I said, it's still coming in on the Pony Express. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like I said, a few more months, I'll probably get it. Okay. You know, and, and well. then your gift is probably going to take just as long. So. <laughs> You know, don't be holding your breath on that one. I love her. <laughs> when, when are you coming to New York? Are you are you coming this way anytime soon? I so hope to come this summer. It really depends on vaccines and where we are with quarantine and lockdowns and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm hoping that this summer uh, to do a, a trip you know, take a couple weeks and come out. And if I am in the area. Oh, that would be so fun. I feel like I totally know you, I swear. Yeah. I mean. You have to let us know. We will make a trip into the city. We're trying to figure out a way to to put an event together so that we can meet some of you guys, Um, especially the ones that are, you know, in like the United States anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, email my invitation please don't send it Tony. no <laughs> no we're going to be blasting it we just have to figure out you know again with the whole quarantine we don't want to plan something and then it gets Shut you know down. we're going to have to like yeah so so we're, we're waiting you know we don't want to get our hopes too high and then you know and then again even if we're not you know quarantined as much some people still aren't comfortable yeah. So I, I know a lot of people who still refuse to go out, who w- refuse to still go to the nail salon. And I, I thought everyone's kind of over it, but there are people out there that are still petrified. So um, you know, I have to tell you, I'm high risk. And so I only go out when I absolutely have to go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm asked, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like I, I not you know, purposely go out. I mean, I'll go, I go grocery shopping and I do what I have to do, but I don't go out extra. Mm. Um, I'm waiting for the vaccine, you know, for me to get vaccine and, and, you know, be vaccinated. Um, My husband's already gotten the first shot. Um, Oh, okay. You know, we're waiting for him to get the second. Um, I asked him if he felt like he had any superpowers coming on. And he said, oh, wait, I think I'm listening. No, no, uh, no, I'm not. So, um, No superpowers. Maybe after this. Wait, so shot. I heard the second shot. Wait, the second shot from what I've heard consistently is the one that brings you down for at least 24 hours, but then you're fine the very next time. But, yeah. but he's male. So well, you know what that is. Oh, so it's going to be like a couple of days. <laughs> and he'll be at death's door. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll be sitting there counting that insurance money, just waiting. Waiting. <laughs> 
And then at the last minute, when you think maybe, he's just gonna be like, oh, I'm good. Oh, hey, so I'm good. Happening. What's happening? You're just gonna be like, really? Really? But <laughs> I said that five times already in my head. Oh, shit. <laughs> he's like, honey, you wouldn't know what to do without me. Oh. <laughs> She's like, I already have a list. Again, five times already in my head. <laughs> oh my I, goodness. I will tell you that from this whole quarantine experience, what I realized is that, you know, I live with, with three men, essentially. I have a 15-year-old son, I have a 19-year-old son, and I have my husband. And before we ran out of TP, we were going to run out of Febreze. <laughs> And their whole thing is, well, we're not leaving the house. So like showering and deodorant are optional. No, that's not how that works. No, no, no. Three men in a home stink. I'm like, thank God we're not in a fraternity. (laughs) I would never make it. If I was like a den mother for a fraternity or something, forget that. No, 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 you just... It was, that's the one thing that really stuck with me was that there just wasn't enough Febreze. Oh, shit. See, my kids worked through the pandemic. They, you know, they, they both work in food. So um, they continued working. So did I, um, you know, thankfully. I mean, on one hand, I was kind of hoping I stayed home. But then on the other, when I hear that extra $600 they were getting is not taxed, and people are owing money, I'm kind of glad that I still had a job. So, um, but my husband who is semi-suicidal because we haven't been able to travel and we can't go anywhere without masks, that's the most challenging part for me. But he, doesn't, but he doesn't smell anyway. That's <laughs> true, at least he don't smell. That's no, he doesn't smell, he's just super annoying, so. <laughs> my husband took our dining room and he teaches high school chemistry and he made that his high school chemistry lab. Oh, he shit. hung a green sheet from my sliding glass door so we could teach classes. And, you know, he had to have a background and, and I'm like, we look so ghetto right now. Thank <laughs> God nobody can come into our house. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and this is the best. <laughs> I forgot how funny you were. Oh shit. This is like, what are you doing? <laughs> we don't live in a project. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, it was it's been a year. It's been a year. Oh man. So you look good though. You look well, good. Thank you. you look I, good. So hopefully you're feeling good. Doing okay, you know, day by day. Uh, you know, on my own healing journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I am high risk because I'm an asthmatic and diabetic. Mm-hmm. So I've been really, you know, being careful, um, waiting to see when I'm going to get this vaccine, mm-hmm. kind of hoping that I do get some superpowers. I'd really like to be invisible. That's my thing. That would be nice. Wouldn't that be fun? I would love to be invisible. You know, you click it on, you click it off. That's I mean, it right. would be amazing. Uh, so that's that's what I'm holding out hope for. <laughs> you got to have hope. Well, sometimes I feel invisible anyway, so that's okay. 
Well, you know, I, when I was younger, in a house full of men, I totally understand that. Yes. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. The only time they want to know where I am is when it's dinner time. Time to eat. <laughs> exactly. Yep. My kids, the same thing. They only come out of their rooms when they want to know what's, what's for dinner, what's for lunch. No, if I'm going to make the lunch, what's for dinner, and if I'm going to pick them up or take them to work. So that's pretty much it. Yeah. Otherwise, I could be, you know, having a heart attack downstairs and nobody will come out of their room. Not unless they get hungry. And they may be looking at you. Why is mom on the floor? Oh, she must turn off right. the cable and the Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. The Wi-Fi. You oh, and that's it. That's too. The Wi-Fi goes out and all of a sudden you hear the chair upstairs. Mom, something wrong with the Wi-Fi? What happened? And I'm like, what do you mean what happened? Like I had to do that once because it, nobody was coming out of their room. So I said, you know what? I want to see what happens if I shut it off. So from my phone, I turned off the Wi-Fi. And you hear all the chairs. And I'm like, mom, mom, the Wi-Fi went out. You, you know what's going on? What, what happened? Is, is it going to come back on? Like, do we lose power? What's going on? And I'm like, Jesus Christ, really? I was yeah. like, I turned it off so you guys would come out. I wanted to make sure you guys were alive. <laughs> I didn't really have that problem because I could just smell them. So, I mean, <laughs> I knew they were there. Oh God, terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> oh God, guys, I'm telling you, we don't make this up. And, um, <laughs> and for those mothers out there with, uh, that's the only woman in the house, you know what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. they're talking about. So Anissa is going to talk about taking the guesswork out of creating a solid and effective support circle for your healing journey. And mine is this, it's laughter. And I love to laugh and I try to make a point to find something funny every day because that is just what lights me up. So Anissa has been making me laugh since the time she came on. And I am just like, so super happy that you're here today. Because after, you know, after you hear kind of bad, sad news, and then to have you come on, it's just lifted up my whole soul. So I am here to serve you and boy, you have served me today. So. <laughs> So talk a little bit, how do people find that circle of support? It seems to be for some people, they find it very difficult and they think that they're alone because they think nobody understands them or they're too scared or I don't know, maybe their egos tell them they have to deal with it on their own. How do you find that circle of support? Well, there's a lot of different ways to go about it. Tonight, we're going to do a deep dive into one of those aspects, okay? And it's a, a, a phrase that I guess here in the West, it's like a dirty phrase. Ooh. Ooh. I like dirty. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, ooh, dirty. Ooh, dirty. You ready? <laughs> yes. Self-care. Stop, <laughs> 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 Oh my God, when she laughs, I laugh. I don't even know why. 
But of course, I think self-care and I think of masturbation. But I know, that's why I'm laughing because I know what you're thinking about. I'm sorry. That is self-care, part of it. Now, I, I love you for that. And we're going to figure out where that fits into the, the mix because it's important. It's important. It is. But we digress. So here in the West, people think that self-care is, you know, baths, bubble baths, you know, wine candles, or it's considered like a dirty phrase. Like you shouldn't take care of yourself. Self-care, it's frivolous. It's a luxury. It's like sleep. Sleep is considered a luxury. It's considered dirty. You know, you should be able to run on two hours of sleep. No, no, the human body was not designed that way, nor with self-care. We, we have to take care of ourselves. But there's different levels of self-care. And um, somebody recently went, did a deep dive on this and I was like totally blown away because I had never seen it like this. And you know, when everybody says, you know, self-care is bubble baths and, you know, chocolates and candles and, you know, it's, there's so much more to it. And when I break it down and you start looking at it, your support system is really going to come front and center. Once you really start looking at this, you guys ready? Ready. Okay. So the first level is physical, physical self-care. So this includes if you like to do running or yoga or hiking, walking. Um, some people like Krav, you know, going to the gym, maybe it's spin class, whatever that physical movement is. It might just be getting up from the couch to go to the refridge. Mm -hmm. Mary's gone. Mary's gone. Must be her internet again. She'll pop back on sooner or later. Okay. <laughs> so what is that physical movement that you do? Oh, here she is. I told you. <laughs> so what is that physical movement that you're doing? Mm -hmm. And who are you doing it with? Mm -hmm. You know, even if you go to a gym, even if you're in spin class, who's sitting next to you and, and to the, you know, to the right and left of you? Do you talk to those people? Mm. Just even that interaction is part of your support circle. You see them every time you go into class, you, you kibitz with them, you know, you talk a little bit, whatever. Those people, what about the instructor of your spin class? You're talking to her, talking to him, right? That is somebody in part of your support circle. So your physical self-care, what are you doing? Now, the second aspect of it is your social self-care. And this is where, do you have lunch with friends every Friday or Saturday? Do you um, go to the movies with your friends on Sunday? Do you go shopping? Do you, you know, what time do you spend with your friends? Maybe it's not weekly, maybe it's every two weeks, whatever. What is that time that you're spending with friends? And what time are you spending volunteering? Mm -hmm. because you're getting social interaction while you're volunteering. And this is really important because guess what? Those people are part of your support circle. Mm -hmm. By, you know, volunteering, you're giving of yourself, you're giving of your time, that social interaction that you're having with those people. Again, you know, that's part of, of your self-care. That giving of yourself is part of your self-care. And the people that you're interacting with, again, part of your support circle. 
What do you guys think so far? I love that. And you know, I, I guess I really never thought about it in that way when I thought about, you know, your support circle. But you're right. If you're going to the gym or maybe not going to the gym, but like me, I love riding my Peloton bike and I'm in my house, but I have access to all of these people all over the world. And, you know, we're over there texting while we're doing a, you know, bike and, and you're right. That is a great uh, support method because they're into, we're all into the same thing and we're there to support each other to get us over that road or whatever type of challenge that we're doing. So that that's, I never thought about, about it like that, but I definitely agree. I love that. What about you, Mayor, over there? Can she hear me? Nah, she's still having frozen. She's frozen. So we'll just move on without her and her silly computer. Um, so I love that. I love that. So thank you. So the third aspect of this is your emotional self-care. Mm. Now that is not to be confused with your friend, your time with friends. Because we all talk and vent to our friends, but that doesn't make them our therapists. That's just venting. That's, you know, but I'm talking about when you are talking with a therapist, you're talking with someone who is trained. Maybe it's your pastor. Maybe it's your minister. Whoever that is, who is specifically trained to help you with your emotional self-care. Yeah. Yeah. Again, obviously that, it, that makes obvious sense. That would be part of your support circle, whoever that person is. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, I think it's very important that people have someone like that in their life. You know, I remember growing up and if you were black back then, it's not like this now, um, but back then it was, if you got problems, you don't go see people about your problems. You know, you don't go see the shrink. You don't go see this. You don't go see that. And it's like, well, how am I supposed to learn how to deal with this? Well, you just deal with it. <laughs> it's just like, uh, uh, okay. And so when, you know, I experienced my traumas, the only thing I knew how to do was lash out because that's what I just grew up doing. And, you know, it wasn't until I got that emotional support that I really just, you know, help me figure out how to um, deal with things because you're absolutely right. Your friends are great and they're there for you to vent, but sometimes you need professional help and it's okay to get it. It's okay oh, absolutely. It. It's absolutely. okay. You're not. You know, being from New York, I, I, you know, would joke, I was, you know, in between therapists. Like it's kind of a badge of honor. Uh, you know, right now I have a great therapist I am seeing. Um, it is this wonderful man and um, he, I, I'm going to talk about him a little bit later, but he is specifically trained for sexual trauma, which is what I deal with. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have done more work with this man than I have done with any of my other therapists mm. to this point. Mm. See, that's great. And so I'm going to discuss that in a few minutes, but yeah, he, he's wonderful. So again, your emotional self-care, who are you seeing to talk out whatever it is that's bothering you? And it doesn't not include your friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So the fourth aspect of this is your hobbies. Mm. Are you a model train person? Do you belong to a crochet club? I mean, who, you know, do you have a hobby? And obviously you're talking with these people that you're in this cl these clubs with. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. These are still part of your support system because they're supporting you in something that you love to do, your hobbies. Yeah. Mm. These are all people. So when people say I'm alone, mm. are you really alone? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the next aspect would be, this is number five, spiritual. Mm. Do you do group meditations? Do you belong to a meditation club? There are such things. Yes, there are. Um, a, your religion can be part of your spiritual self-care, going to church. I know that when I went to church as a kid, um, you know, every Sunday morning, 1030 mass, mm -hmm. you know, um, was not allowed to wear jeans, could not wear jeans. I could wear pants, but I couldn't wear jeans. Mm. Oh yeah. Couldn't eat beforehand. I do remember that. Couldn't eat beforehand. You know, couldn't eat beforehand. <clears throat> but I also knew that afterwards, you know, uh, we would stop by the store. We would get a, a brown bag with the bagels. Mm. We'd go home, we'd have bagels. <laughs> You know, and then the Sunday commenced, you know, I would run around, do my errands, get ready for the week. We'd have, um, you know, we'd have a big Sunday dinner always. And that is how my week started. And not only. You're echoing. Sorry. Nobody needs that much of me. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on with my stuff. I don't know what's going on with you either. It's out of this one, the one that keeps freezing. Yeah, thank you. Okay. My apologies, ladies. I have like the suckiest computer ever. Anyway, go ahead, Anessa. We all up in spiritual and here you are. You know, um, there are people that you interact with in those areas, you know, you're, you're in church with people, you can talk with your pastor, um, you know, or priest or reverend or whomever you're seeing. Mm -hmm. This is part of your support circle. Mm. So as you start hearing these and you're writing things down, okay, yeah, I, I do this physically and I see this person, all of a sudden you're starting to get a list of people that you're really interacting with that are helping you in supporting you as the person that you are. So the last one is nurture. Mm. Now we have yet to figure out where Mary, her, her activity falls in. I'm thinking this is under nurture, but it could be under emotional. Could be. Could be social, could be. depending if, you know, if, if you know, you're doing it accompanied or unaccompanied. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do the people that you think about in your head while you're doing it, do they, are they considered social? Is that, is that? No, I think that's more fantasy. Okay. Okay. But yeah. They might be. 
If they not- help you get the end helps goal. It helps you then. And they could be part of your social circle, right? I mean, your support <laughs> circle. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like Vin Diesel. <laughs> I can't of right now. Oh my God. He would be considered part of my support circle. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. Yes, he is. Because he is helping you. He is elevating your spirits. <laughs> and oh, other things. Too. And other things. things. He is Hormone just- levels. Yeah, all kinds of good Everything. stuff. <laughs> so yeah, Ben Diesel. Social. <laughs> anyway. So nurture. Let's talk about nurture. Um, sleep. Mm. Mm. Are you sleeping alone? Are you sleeping with someone? Mm. Is that working for you? Mm-hmm. Either way. Food. What are you eating? What are you putting into your body? Where are you buying your groceries? I know maybe it's because I come from a small town, but when I go into the grocery store, I pretty much know all of the cashiers. They say, wow. hello, how are you today? What, no, no boy with you today to help you with the groceries? Wow. What are you making for dinner? Oh, I know what you're making for dinner. Like they talk to me. That's nice. I love that. See, that's that nice, slow, the small town feel. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. positive. I yeah. mean, I'm sure it's not, a, it's kind of probably some negatives to that too, but in that aspect, you know. Kind of nice. What about <laughs> going to the doctor? <laughs> this is nurture. Mm. How do you take care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Your doctor. Mm-hmm. Get that physical. You know, whether it's, you know, for us ladies, we we have that lovely once a year doctor's appointment, plus our regular GP. Um, Do you take, do you do physical therapy? Do you have a reason to do physical therapy? That would be part of your nurture Mm -hmm. self-care. Do you get your hair done? Do you you get your nails done? Mm -hmm. Like these are all things that are nurturing to you. And you are seeing these people on a very weekly basis. So again, these are all people who are part of your support system. When we think of support, we think of, you know, like our therapist and, you know, people who we we contact in crisis, but you know what? There are people who are supporting us every single day Mm -hmm. and we don't recognize them as being part of our support system. And they really are. Wow. That's true. That is true. Worst case scenario, if you are ever in trouble, you can call either 911 or the non-emergency line at your police station and they will send someone over. They will do a welfare check. I need somebody to come here and do a welfare check. I need to make sure that I'm okay to be alone. Really? Oh, I didn't know that. Absolutely. That, I didn't know that. I figured if you get them involved, like they would take you in or I don't know, something. But I would never expect uh, a police officer to do that. 
Absolutely. I did not know that. See, I learn something new every day. So those police officers, they are part of your support system, whether you know them or not. Wow. Interesting. They will come and do a welfare check if you need it. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's good to know. So these are six different ways that, of levels of self-care. Yeah. And when you kind of fill out, you know, this list for yourself, all of a sudden these people start to emerge. Mm. So you really aren't ever really alone. Even if it's the guy who brings your groceries to your front door, you're probably going to text with him because probably something's going to be out and he's going to ask you, what can he substitute? <laughs> That's true. I've had that happen. <laughs> now, the other thing that you have to really look at is kind of meeting your needs. And I kind of alluded to this earlier when I was talking about my own therapist. Um, you know, I, I'm a two-time rape survivor. And I have been in and out of therapy for years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always thought that that was what you're supposed to do. You know, it's, it's talk therapy and, and possibly meds. I mean, that's what you did when you got raped, right? I mean, it wasn't until I became a yoga therapist that I understood <laughs> there's more to it than that. <laughs> but that being said, I, I would go to a therapist. I would see a social worker. I would see a counselor. Um, but in my interviewing process, I always thought it was, you know, whether they, I was going to be good enough to be their client. Mm. You know, it's a two-way street and it has to be a good fit. Just because you happen to do an onboarding session with a, a therapist does not mean that this is going to be your therapist. If you get like a, a feeling in your stomach that this just isn't right, you're okay to get up and walk out. It's okay for you to say, you know what? I don't think that this is a good fit and go see someone else. You are allowed to do that. More importantly, for instance, I have sexual trauma. So it's important for me to find someone who specializes in sexual trauma. I never did that before. I just went to a therapist because I thought that's, they, they all are the same, right? <laughs> they have specialties, just like I have a specialty. So find someone who really meets your needs. You know, maybe you have abandonment issues. Ask the person that you're going to be working with, do you specifically deal with abandonment issues? You know, what, what research have you done? What, you know, studies have you done? Um, what work have you done in this field? Because that's important, really meeting your needs. So after you go through these six levels of self-care and these um, people emerge and you see the people that you're interacting with, now it's a question of who is meeting your needs and really fine tuning this. You know, are you seeing a GP and he's doing your um, OBGYN appointment? Maybe you should go see a gyno. Your GP doesn't need to be all up in your business. <laughs> they can talk Good amongst Lord. themselves afterwards. <laughs> he can read the notes. I, I say this because I do, I have a male GP. And he said to me, oh, I see that you're coming up on your appointment. Do you want me to do that while you're in here? And I said, no, hell no. <laughs> to me. I was like, what? 
No. Number one, I have not shaved. I am not physically prepared for this appointment. I am not emotionally prepared. And by the way, you have the wrong parts. And he just kind of looked at me and I said, dude, I'm a two-time rape survivor. I, I think we're, we're good with what we've, we're doing here, yeah. you know? And he said, I didn't know that. I'm putting that in your file. So I do know that. He said, I'm very sorry to hear that. I understand why you want to go see a female. I'm totally on board with that. I want to ask you again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. You know, <laughs> but again, you know, really get people who meet your needs. Um, I have a, a lymphedema of my left breast. There are two lymphedemic specialists in my cozy little town. One is a male, one is a female. Now, who do you think I want massaging my boobs every two weeks? <laughs> I can tell you who I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't want the guy. He doesn't want the guy, Mary. <laughs> I know who you would want, Mary. <laughs> not necessarily. It depends oh. what he looks like. Totally would depend. And then we've got other issues. Because then if I get headlights, then it really hurts. What? You know, no, no. Give me the girl. Give, Give me the girl. Me. It's, it's just no for everybody involved, you know? Exactly. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so mad that my computer kept going in and out that I probably missed so many more jokes. <laughs> No, you didn't miss jokes. She was very, she was in her groove. She was talking about her knowledge. So she was good. Oh, and she I missed, missed all the good knowledge. stuff. But I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to rewind back and, and catch myself up, of course. Yeah. I, sure I missed it. Yeah, so this is I'm really trying. how you create that effective, you know, support system for yourself. You go through these six levels, you look at all the people, and then you start to really fine tune it. Who is meeting my needs? Where can I expand? Where can I find more people? And really look at some of the people that you've surrounded yourself with who are truly supporting you in ways you didn't even know. I mean, look at the hobbies, you know? Um, volunteering. Volunteering is so good for the soul. Mm -hmm. And again, it gives you so much more than you're actually giving. So that's it. That, that is the, the end, uh, you know, that that's the answer to it all. Well, it definitely makes a lot of sense and volunteering I'm telling you, if you guys have never done it out there, you really should, because I learned from a young age from my mother. I, I probably was around first grade. And she says, the only way you're going to be appreciative of what you have, because, you know, I had so little, uh, was to be around people who had even less. And she was the one who started me going to uh, back then, we didn't have soup kitchens, but the churches you delivered the meals for the homeless and stuff like that. And, you know, from that age on, and I still do that to this day, just change my whole outlooks. So every time I'm feeling bad or, you know, 
I feel like, oh, my life sucks. That's what I think about. And I think about, not think about them in the fact of, oh man, you know, I really got more than they do. I think about their stories because you would think they would be some of the most depressed people on earth, but they're not. Like some of them are just very happy. You know, they got into this situation from living paycheck to paycheck or maybe drugs or, you know, PTSD, a lot of them from PTSD issues. And, but they're just some of the most kindest people. And that makes me feel good. So guys, if you are depressed out there and there's nothing that's gonna lift your spirits faster than you doing something for somebody else in need. No, it's it's absolutely incredibly cathartic. I, you know, I just gave up uh, being the chairwoman of our Boy Scout troop. Mm. Totally volunteer. Um, you know, it, they say that Boy Scouts is just one hour a week. Oh shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, mm. you know, I was very happy after the third year to say, okay, oh. thank you very much. I'm done. Um, but now I'm, I, I got my email box the other day where my son's bowling team from school is going to need somebody to, um, help like in next year with their bowling team stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, what is that? Maybe eight weeks a piece of cake to you. I can do that. I've already done three years of hell. I can do eight weeks. I, I did my three-year time. You, you know, do. I mean, and as long as I don't have to smell those bowling shoes, I'm on it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I'm already looking at, okay, I've, I've given up a volunteering position. Where can I start to give back next time? You know, where, where am I going to be doing that? I know it'll be next year. And then I know I already have that planned for me to do and I'm, I'm giving back in my way. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be a super, it could be being class mom. Be You're still volunteering. Mm-hmm. You're still doing something for others. You don't have to be a candy striper. <laughs> Not all of us can fit into those costumes, those outfits, <laughs> uniforms. No, no. Do they still make you wear those pinstripe uniforms? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. Animal shelter. Animal shelter. Yeah, animal shelter. I mean, there's so many things that you can do out there and it's so cathartic. And you meet other people. Mm-hmm. I love the animal shelter. I, I mean, don't, I, I always thought. want to adopt. Well, that's why I just go there and just look, but I do, I want to like take them all home and then they're so cute. And I'm like, oh, look at you, so cute. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. But then I'm gonna have to wake up and look you. No, you know? <laughs> but they're just so, they're just so cute. But I yeah, that's the only thing. homes for them. It, it's, yeah, that's the only thing. The animal shelter, it's, it's sad. Because then I, you want to adopt everyone. At least I do. Oh, I hear you. <sighs> so, you know, bottom line is when you're feeling stressed, lonely, depressed, anxious, whatever it is, what is the one thing you can do or the one place you can go to to fill your well? Mm. To release that stress that you're having um, that brings you comfort. Again, self-care doesn't have to be bubble baths and chocolates and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It could be jumping on your Peloton. Mm-hmm. 
And again, the people that you're interacting with are all part of your support system. Yeah, I love those people. Oh, Anissa, thank you so <laughs> much. Every time you come here, you always give such great information and we just appreciate you. We appreciate what you do. And I hope guys out there that you've learned something and if you have it, then you need to like rewind it and listen to it again because you won't pay attention because <laughs> she's dropped six knowledge bombs on you. If you are feeling like you're alone, you're not, there's somebody, there's somebody out there, there's somebody. So find your support system. And if you've been neglecting yourself, which we all have, probably some more than others, exactly, exactly. Get back to you, get back to you. It's not bad, it's not dirty, it's not dirty. Mary's dirty. Mary's dirty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mary's dirty. But getting back to yourself isn't dirty. Mary was just born that way. So, and that's why we love her. But really it is because, you know, I'm glad you came on to talk about this, Anissa, because because of COVID, so many people do feel like they're alone. You have so many of our elderly population who don't go out the kids don't come over because you know they're scared. They don't want to give anything to grandma, grandpa, whatever. And some of them live alone and they really feel like, like they're alone. So even though they may have the FaceTimes or you know, the person bringing them the groceries or you know what, you, sometimes you don't realize that. Mm -hmm. So we're- my parents, are, my parents are kind of in that situation and you know, um, my mother calls me and, oh my God, Anissa. Oh. Can you imagine that, 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 that? And I'm like, can't you talk to dad? No. Like, no. No, he's in the other room. <laughs> it's better to talk to our daughters. Yeah, I have a daughter, so I understand I'm going to be your mom to my daughter. They calling her with craziness. <laughs> oh, See, that's that's, that's why I text my mom. <laughs> I stick to text messages. When she tries to call me, I'll just text and be like, "Mom, I'm at work." Nah, that's that's uh, -uh. I'm I'm gonna be Alika. Guess what happened? And she's gonna be like, she's gonna be like this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Did, did you talk to TT Mary? <laughs> Every I'm time I call, it also. Did you call? Did you call TT Mary? I oh, get. Yeah. What are you making for dinner? <laughs> you make it for <laughs> She doesn't live where you live, right? <laughs> no. Oh, is this she out here on the East Coast? Yeah. Yeah, they live on the East Coast. So it's, you know, what are you making for dinner? Are you sure the boys are going to like that? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Do you put garlic in that? You know, I can't eat garlic. <laughs> You're not even coming for dinner. What do I care? I know you can't eat garlic. I love your mom. That is who I'm going to be with my daughter. I swear to God. <laughs> I love her. I think maybe you should make this instead. They would like this better. 
Let me tell you, get a piece of paper, write this down. Yep, that's gonna be me. <laughs> that's gonna be me. So Giselle, if you're watching, that is your future. <laughs> Sorry, honey. She's gonna be like FML. <laughs> She's half my child. FML. She sure will. <laughs> oh, I love that though. I think that's so cute. <laughs> oh yeah, it's delightful. It's so cute. Delightful. Every day she says she does it to you every day. Pretty much, yeah. Damn. Pretty much. I just gotta get the rules going on so that I know <laughs> every day. Yeah, and if she doesn't like what I'm making, she, you know, then suggests. What she thinks that I should be making. Should be making. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm starting that tomorrow. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And you know, nobody really believed me until <clears throat> COVID happened and we're all trapped in the house. And mm -hmm. I get these phone calls. And the boys started really noticing. And they're like, you're not kidding. Grandma does call you every day and ask what you're making. <laughs> yeah. What do you, you think I'm making this up? I have lived my entire adult life like this. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, I love it. I love it. See? Mm, 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 mm. Mm. God, thank you, because you brought me in this tonight. And uh, I needed that. <clears throat> I needed the lesson, and I needed the humor. And I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for being Ladies, here. I love you guys. I uh, really do. I've been looking so oh, forward to this. We oh. love you too. We love you. I, we're always talking about you. We, we Other people don't even know you. Yeah, you know Anissa. We had Anissa. Oh, we just love Anissa. <laughs> They're like, who the hell is Anissa? <laughs> you, you notice that? I swear throughout the years, because I was listening to some of our podcasts, we mentioned her like five or six times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a bad penny. I just keep showing up. <laughs> it's like, we just love Anissa. And so when you're coming back, I'm like, Anissa's coming. So thank you so much. You know, I know we took up a lot of your time um, and I know you have other things to do. So Mary, is there anything else you would like to say? No. No, naughty, nasty, dirty Mary doesn't have anything else to say. No, I'm afraid if I start talking, my stupid internet's going to like lag and I'm going to be frozen. Wow, that's true. So, All right, so Mary, this. masturbation, does it fall under physical or nurture? Mm. We, know it's, we know it falls under social because... Mm -hmm. I think it falls Bindi. under just complete self-care. So just everything. It, it's the whole... You know, we we were we were speaking with another um, another guest, and she doesn't even do anything health related. She's more money, and she was basically she put it in terms of it's basically whole body wellness. And I said, you know what? I said you are absolutely right. But when I say it, it just gets all dirty, and I I don't know how to clean it up. And she put it in that way. And I was like, she is freaking right. And when I think about it, so many people don't want to talk about it, or they think it's like, it's, it's still taboo. I don't know why. Um, but really, like, if you're not getting any, whether you're giving it to yourself, or you're getting it from somebody else, 
it changes everything. It changes your mood. Um, it changes how you feel about yourself. Um, so I think it falls under everything. I think it falls under all your categories. So money and masturbation, isn't that like Pornhub? I mean, that's all, that's- all categories. <laughs> well, no, because, okay. So, so then, so then you got your social going yourself, on. You're more productive. <laughs> and if you're more productive. <laughs> I think she just heard it. <laughs> she does, she does. I, I think it's, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did like, no, what I was saying is when you feel good about yourself, now she's frozen. You're more productive. And her mouth is always open when she's frozen. That I always think is the, every, you'll get, it'll just freeze you and your mouth. The cat behind her. And the cat behind her's mouth is open. We all know she has an oral thing going on. It's all over guys. That's it. That's it, guys. Am I still frozen? No, you're, you're good now. Oh, good okay. But you See, that's are. Thing. I can't. And it was like, you were like this. Mm. And, and then you came back. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm going to freeze out. I'm and said, yeah. Out. And then you said, no. And this <laughs> just catches you. <laughs> and then the cat's. Let me just tell you something, something <sighs> real quick. When I was driving with Chris one day, and I think I told this to Tamika, I nodded off in his car. And when I fell asleep, I had my mouth a little open. And as he's driving, my head was bobbing. And I was like this. <laughs> and he looked over at me and, I, and he was like, this bitch, even in her sleep. <laughs> I could not, I almost peed on myself when he said that. He's like, I'm looking at you. He's like, your mouth is open and you're bobbing and rhythm. And I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? <laughs> And I'm like, seriously, it was the car. He goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, what were you dreaming about? <laughs> if yeah, only so he had to that sleep. with a phone. <laughs> I mean, could you? It would have went viral. would have went viral. I wish he would sometimes. Like, he doesn't think. He doesn't. Like, think, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I was really tired. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You were tired. Uh huh. Oh, I can't help it. (laughs) On that note, everybody, I'm just going to leave you all with that impression and that picture (laughs) of Sex Coach Mary. (sighs) Thank you, (laughs) Anissa, for joining us. And guys, we hope you stay safe. We love you. Be nice to each other. And masturbate. Go masturbate. Go practice all of the six. If you can't practice all of them, practice one. And Mary would just say masturbate one. Um, But do something for yourself that'll make yourself smile today. Love you guys. Thank you for coming, Anissa. And thank you for being here, Mary. (laughs) Love you guys. Thank you.